In this episode, we're discussing the perspective that you bring to your problems. We'll share three practical tips that'll help you keep a positive attitude no matter what comes your way. Welcome to Let's Grow. This is a personal development podcast and I'm your host, Jeremy A. Taylor, but you can call me JT. Whether it's a short message from yours truly or an interview with a special guest, this is your place for weekly encouragement to keep going and growing. My goal here is simple, to leave you better than I found you. And I know your time is valuable, so let's dive right in. Hey guys, this is Jeremy and welcome to the Let's Grow podcast. I'm so happy that you decided to join me today. I appreciate your time, whether it be you're listening in uh, and this is your uh, seventh episode that you've tuned into or if this is the first time that you found yourself here in this location, in this space, and maybe you don't even know how you got here, but but now you're listening to me. (laughs) I still appreciate your time anyway. You know, I don't take lightly the opportunity and responsibility uh, here on this podcast to share information, uh, to introduce you to people, to share success stories, to provide content uh, that uh, that encourages you along. Uh, you know, I, I oftentimes like to say that this is your uh, shortstop for encouragement to help you grow and get better. And what I mean by shortstop is that I don't want to take up a lot of your time. I know that that time is valuable. And of course, whenever you give someone your time, you give them a piece of your life. I always hope the piece of your life that you give me is in exchange for some value. But I know that time is valuable and uh, we're leading busy lives. And so I want to make sure that that the interaction that you have with me is uh, it's valuable, but also it's timely. And, uh, you know, out of respect for that, I want to dive right into what we're talking about today, but I do want to preface this as well. Let me make sure I do this because this is season two of the Let's Grow podcast. I think this is episode number 13 overall, and uh, I'm excited. It's 2020. This is the first episode of 2020, and I originally uh, planned on getting an episode out a little earlier this month, but it just worked out to where I had some other things I was working on, some projects that I've been diving into, and so here we are late in the month. But nevertheless, here we are, and so obviously it's a little too late to say Happy New Year, uh, but I'm going to say it anyway. Happy New Year. I hope your 2020 is off to a great start. Whatever kind of goals, aspirations, vision that you have for yourself, the positive change that you want to make, I hope that our time together with this podcast or or any social media platform that maybe we're connected on, whether it be Instagram or LinkedIn or Facebook or Snapchat, uh, actually, I haven't been on Snapchat in a while. I don't know why I said that. It just rolled off my tongue. <laughs> but either way, any other platform that we're connected on, uh, I truly hope that you find some inspiration and some encouragement through our relationship. And uh, it, it serves as a, a little piece of, of helping you uh, become the person that you want to become and, and uh, achieve the goals that you want to achieve. But nevertheless, just remember this. Who you are is more important than what you do. I'm less concerned about what you do. I'm less concerned about where you work, where you live what your goals are. I'm more concerned about the person that you're becoming in the process of setting out to do the work that maybe that's been placed on your heart or going the places that you want to go and do the things that you want to do. And I think the conversation today will help you because I think as we step into a new year, uh, it's it's pretty common that we find ourselves hitting a roadblock or maybe some of the change that we wanted to implement. All of a sudden, we realize that, man, I haven't really made the necessary adjustments that I should. 
in order to create the habits that I need to, to create in order to do what it is that I said I wanted to do. Or, or maybe you're one of those folks that, that sets New Year's resolutions and you say, you know, uh, I, I want to accomplish this this year. Uh, but then some, you know, for some reason, you just kind of find your way, you know, uh, <clears throat> midway through January, February, March rolls around, you find yourself kind of sinking back into those old habits. And maybe you're frustrated and think to yourself, you know, it's just kind of shaping up to be another year like last year all over again. And uh, hopefully, uh, you know, the conversations that you hear uh, here on this podcast can help you, uh, you know, get out of that rut. Maybe if you're that kind of person, if you're if you're in that position, um, but hopefully you're not. But I, a lot of conversations I've had recently, I found some people, uh, you know, I think if you have a conversation upwards of 10 minutes, you know, you'll hear someone talk about a problem in their life. And then let me make sure that I say this. Life is happening to us all. We're either going into something, going through something, coming out of something. We cannot escape this life void of problems, void of challenging situations. One of my mentors once said that you can't grow without a challenge. And so uh, what I want to talk about today is shifting our perspective on the problems that we have. Matter of fact, the title of this, this episode is Problem or perspective. You know, when you have a conversation with someone, you know, naturally you, you find people complaining about their health, complaining about their job, about their finances, about their relationship, maybe with their spouse or their children or something that they don't like about their life, that they don't like about themselves, uh, something that they don't like about the world, politics, religion, you name it. And a lot of times I want to, I, I want to push back and ask people, is that really a problem? Because when I think about problems, I think about situations that are largely outside of our control, maybe something that's happened to us, uh, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it has to stop us from moving in the direction of our dreams or becoming the person that we want to become. But when I think about a problem, I think about something that's a really big deal, right? But it's it's natural for people. I think our default setting is negativity. I think our default setting is to complain. And I hopefully you're not that kind of person. But listen, we all do to some degree. And and I'm gonna I'm gonna share a couple of personal situations with you today that hopefully uh, you know is is, is relatable. And uh, and you you know you you can see yourself in these situations, or maybe think about some situations in your life that maybe that wasn't necessarily a problem. Maybe it was my perspective. And so. You know, I do want to also say this as I share these three tips, uh, because I promise you I'm going to share three practical tips, and they're primarily questions that you can ask yourself to help shift your perspective in the moment to, to continue to cultivate a positive attitude despite what's happening around you, because it's more about what's happening in you, not what happens to you or around you. But, you know, in light of this conversation, it's, 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 uh, you know, a, a tragedy just took place. And I want you to know that anytime that you hear about a tragic death, which sadly, uh, you know, things like that happen in the world all the time. It, it force, it, it really forces us. It challenges our faith. We ask a lot of questions. Why? When, when bad things happen to good people, when things happen that we didn't expect, but we know that, uh, that death it's it's unavoidable. It's inescapable. It's going to happen to us all. And I don't like to say I don't say that to make light of it. But uh, in recent news, Kobe Bryant, NBA, LA Laker legend, um, uh, recently uh, died as a result of a heli- helicopter crash in California. And uh, alongside him on that helicopter, who also passed away, was his daughter, 
uh, who he coached in travel basketball, uh, one of his four daughters and his survivors, his wife and, and three other daughters. I think one was, uh, you know, just a few months old. I mean, just a heartbreaking incident. Several other folks on that that helicopter and other families impacted. And, uh, you know, when you, when you have someone who left the legacy that Kobe Bryant did, and he was an unbelievable competitor, um, and someone who stood for what's good and what's right in the world. Obviously, he wasn't without flaw. He had his uh, he had his his setbacks and had his moments, uh, but nevertheless, he was someone who represented what it really looked like to be the ultimate competitor, uh, a mentality unlike uh, any other, just something unmatched in the world. And um, you know that happening yesterday, and, and I, I think. So many people, it's easily, it's easy to think about, you know, what are the frustrations that are taking place in my life? And then something like that happens. It really forces you to, to put some perspective to your life and think about, is this really as tough as I think it is? You know, like yesterday I was kind of grumbling about a few things and then I heard that news and it really just forced me to think about, man, you know, the prospect of death really provides the greatest perspective of all. It really forces us to really think about, is this really that difficult? Uh, is is you know if this is something that temporary, am I making it a bigger deal than it is? Am I letting it impact me far more than what it should be? And um, you know, this morning I woke up and I stayed up late last night. Uh, just to be honest with you, I, I had a hard time sleeping. Uh, I was scrolling through social media. I was looking at some of the reactions uh, around the NBA and some of the comments from coaches and players and. Uh, reading different news reports and seeing the outpouring of, of, of all the people who adored Kobe Bryant, respected him uh, for the legacy that he left and, and uh, the way that he played the game of basketball. And, you know, I cried multiple times last night, just to be honest with you. And I woke up this morning. I knew I was going to be tired because I went to bed late. I knew that if I didn't get up and kind of get my mind right, work out, get in the shower, get some get some reading and quiet time in, that it was going to be hard. It was going to be a frustrating morning. When Miles woke up and me and Miles and Jayla getting ready for the day, and uh, lo and behold, I was. I was a little disgruntled this morning, and um, you know, my wife reminded me that you know, Jeremy, I know that you're a little bit frustrated right now. I know that you're a little bit tired, but uh, you know what we talked about last night before we went to bed with what happened with Kobe and those families. Uh, Forty-one years old, right? Forty-one years old. Um, you know, we woke up this morning, Jeremy, and we're we're here, right? We're still above ground. We still have each other. We have our health. We woke up in a warm home, and it's it's late January. We have two vehicles. You know, we we have awesome opportunities to to encourage people through the work that we do, and, and God continues to provide. Like, just keep it in perspective today. And, and you know, that was a reminder that uh, even the encourager needs to be encouraged at times. But even through that, I, I still was trying to shake off the funk and the frustration this morning. And uh, we were Miles and I were getting ready to to head out the door. And I was trying to get my clothes on and get ready to go and get his teeth brushed and and uh, get the diaper changed and get his diaper bag packed and all that jazz. And I walked down in the kitchen and he had crawled up by, on the kitchen table and uh, was coloring. And, you know, I didn't want him in there. I wanted him in the living room because I was trying to get his stuff together. And we were literally trying to get out the door. And I walk around the corner and he crawled up on the kitchen table and he was coloring. He asked me if I would come color with him. I said, that's fine, Miles. You're being quiet. That's OK. But daddy has to finished getting our stuff together and then I come back around the corner and he had opened up a box which this is my fault by the way because I left a box of Dunkin Donuts <laughs> two donuts left in a box on the kitchen table from two days ago 
he had pulled the box over to himself, opened up the box, helped himself to a to a donut that was a couple of days old. And I was frustrated. I wanted to pull him out of the chair and I wanted to throw the donut away. And literally, I just looked at him and I started crying. I started crying because I looked at him and I thought to myself, I have no reason to be this frustrated and this upset about this particular situation when Kobe Bryant's wife and several other families involved with that situation are mourning the loss of their family. And again, this isn't just about Kobe because I know that these situations happen to a lot of people uh, every single day across the world. And it's just as tragic for anyone else as it is, you know, mourning the loss of a superstar that people globally knew and widely recognized as one of the greatest athletes to ever play the game of basketball. But it just provided some perspective this morning. And so three things that I did, three questions that I asked myself that I want to share with you that I hope encourages you today uh, before we jump off here that that helped me continue to, to, to put first things first and focus on what matters was one, I asked myself, you know, through the midst of the frustration and the inconvenience of Miles not doing what I asked him to do or the inconvenience of uh, a tire being a little low on air a few days ago, and I got frustrated with it because there's a slow leak in the tire, and I thought the tire was fixed the last time I took it to the shop. You know, whatever is taking place in your life that that maybe has is kind of a thorn in your side and has you a little frustrated, I, I, I ask myself, I want you to ask yourself, will this matter five minutes from now? Will this particular situation really matter five minutes from now? And then you can go on five five hours from now, five days, five weeks, five months, five years. And that, that really kind of helps me think about what's the severity of this? Is this really going to impact my life five days from now? Is this something that's really going to be bothering me, nagging me five months from now? This won't even be a passing thought. All right, five years from now, I won't even remember even thinking about this probably. And so that that provides a little perspective in and of itself is, will this matter? Kind of think through a timeline. The second question is, is, is this something I can control or is this something outside of my control? Because I think what, what I've learned is with people, you know, in, in my 35 years on this planet so far is that the majority of people get worked up and they get frustrated over quote unquote problems that uh, really are things that are outside their control, things that they can't even do anything about anyway. And then you begin to worry, you get anxious, you get frustrated, you begin operating out of fear instead of faith. And whenever you operate out of fear, ultimately what you're doing is you're putting a down payment down, if you will, of worry about something in the future that may, be not, that may not even happen, right? Because of what you're frustrated about right now. And so I like to ask myself, what what am I responsible for here? What can I control? And let me just focus on that. All right. It's kind of like kind of drawing a T chart, if you will, in my mind. Right. What can I control? What can I not control? Let me let me jot some mental notes down on what I can do about this. Let me jot some things down uh, about what I can't do anything about. Now, let's focus on what I can. Uh, How about you focus on what you can control and move forward? Right. Because when you focus on when you focus on your problems, obviously those things grow, right? When you focus on getting better, you begin to grow bigger than your problems. It's kind of a, an old idea or adage that I heard that, 
you know, when you focus on growing yourself, when you focus on getting better, when you focus on the things that you control, ultimately what happens over time as you get better is those things in your life that once used to look like mountains, they become molehills, right? Uh, it doesn't necessarily mean that those things go away per se, but how you mature, how you develop, how you handle them, how you respond to them, how proactive you are about life and the curveballs that are thrown your way, you handle things much better, much smoother with grace, right? With class, with character, right? With perseverance, with strength, with courage versus folding every single time something small comes your way. And then the third practical tip I have before we work to close things down is this. And I think this may be the most important question because I realize that when we talk about problems, right, there, you know, we can categorize things based on the severity of a problem or the weight of a problem because certain things are a big deal, certain things aren't a big deal, right? There may be someone listening to this, this podcast right now and you may be facing that prospect, that, that, that dreading prospect of cancer. And I want you to know that I, I don't mean to make light of that. Uh, by any stretch of the imagination, by sharing the practical tips. I think there's some wisdom. I think there's some truth in this that can apply to anyone because this is about mindset. This is about the perspective that you have and the belief that you carry about handling your problems, right? So I think this is applicable to everything, but I also realize that some of us are dealing with tougher things than others, and I want you to know that I respect that, right? But I think the most important question of all is this. Does this problem define who I am as a person or is it here to help me grow? And see, I think that's the larger problem is that when things come our way that are inconvenient, that are frustrating, that are disappointing, that are setbacks, we have a tendency to attach our identity to those things and then we begin to see ourselves as a failure versus an event maybe or a setback that is a failure, right? There's a difference in being a failure and then recognizing that failure is an event and maybe this problem, maybe this nagging situation, maybe this challenge that's been put before you, this this obstacle that you see in front of you, maybe it's here to help you grow. Maybe it's here to help you get better. Maybe it's here to help you become the champion that you've been destined to become. Maybe it's here to help cultivate that greatness that lies within you, but you've simply been looking at it differently all the while, right? You just been, it's been your perspective, right? So is it a problem? So I ask you as, as we work to close, is it a problem in your life maybe that you're going through or is it your perspective? You know, when I talk to a group of grandparents here locally, the Family Resource Youth Service Center directors put together a little little group with uh, uh, a, 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 I guess you'd say a support group that cares for grandparents who are now raising their grandchildren. And hearing some of their stories, it just blows my mind to hear about a woman in her uh, her early 60s who's raising her four granddaughters, right? Um, to hear about a set of grandparents who took on the role of, 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 uh, of child rearing with their 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 grandchild because uh, the the parent of that child is incarcerated and battling some 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 drug addictions and what have you, and this grandchild having being diagnosed with Asperger syndrome, and and that particular grandparent telling me that we had been praying for change in our life because we got stuck, we got to a place where we really wasn't doing much, we weren't growing, right? Our dreams were starting to die. Uh, we didn't really have much motivation, really any energy to get up off the couch and go do anything, and. 
you know, originally I looked at the inconvenience here of having to do this whole parent thing all over again. And then I realized that this was the answered prayer. It was my perspective that my grandchild wasn't the problem. It was my perspective about what I saw as a problem. And really, our granddaughter is an answered prayer because... Uh, Our granddaughter has given us purpose, has given us some more meaning, has given us some more drive, has forced us to get up and get out in the field of life, get out in the game of life and continue to get our hands dirty, to, to continue to work on growing ourselves and getting better because we have to stay on our toes, because we're going to karate lessons, because we're going to soccer practices, because we're helping with homework, because we're seeing life through a different set of lens now, now that we realize it wasn't necessarily a problem, it was our perspective on the problem. Maybe you've heard me share that example before when I talk about a blessing or a burden, right? Is it a, is it a, is it a burden, right? In your life, or it really, is it a blessing that's here to help you grow and get better? And so as I close down a couple of quotes that I wanted to share with you guys, you know, one from a mentor, Jim Rohn, that says, when the end comes for you, let it find you conquering a new mountain, not sliding down an old one. And when I think about the prospect of death and the perspective that it brings, and I think about Kobe Bryant and that tragic event, I think about someone who was uh, transitioning in their life and tackling new adventures. He was writing books. Uh, he had just received uh, an award for uh, a short film that he created off of uh, a letter that he had written about the game of basketball. Um he he had developed a sports academy. He was coaching travel basketball. He was he was giving back right to 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 the community and to the world. Uh, all the things that have been poured into his life that enabled him to be successful, that allowed him to be successful. And so when you think about uh, your problems or your perspectives, regardless of where you're at uh, in life, uh, when whenever. Uh, you know, the, the really difficult things come knocking at your door. Uh, let life find you can, pressing on, moving forward, not letting these setbacks stop you from dreaming, stop you from working, stop you from becoming the best version of yourself, from loving the people right next to you. And then the, 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 the other quote here specifically from Kobe is, I want, to, I want people to think of me as a talented overachiever. I was blessed with talent, but I worked as if I had none. And that's because of the perspective. And in closing, uh, I want to share this with you. When I think about Kobe, uh, when I think about problem and perspective, I'll never forget later in his career when, and this is, this hits home for me because I tore my Achilles tendon before. And I remember when he ruptured his Achilles in a game. And uh, first off, that's a really difficult injury to come back from in any sport that you compete in, especially on the you know latter stages of your career like Kobe was in. And, uh, you know, because it's one of those deals where oftentimes it's a career-ending injury when you think about how much longer do I want to go? What is it that I really want to accomplish? Do I want to put my body through more? And it was a scary time for me because whenever I ruptured my Achilles tendon, I didn't have health insurance. Um, you know, so financially it was a huge setback as well. It was a scary time. It's the first time I'd really kind of been confined to the house and really couldn't do a lot of what I normally do. And uh, I began to uh, attach myself and my identity to that failure, and it really knocked me off my game for a while. And I can only imagine Kobe being who he is and, and what that did to him. But he actually got up in that same game, and before he left the game, because a foul was called on the same play that he ruptured his Achilles, before he left the game, he actually walked to the free throw line and shot the two free throws from the, that, that foul that was called, and he hit both of those free throws and then walked off the court 
And, of course, that concluded his season that particular year. And whenever he was asked about that incident, someone asked him, they said, Kobe, man, you had to be in an incredible amount of pain. How on earth did you get up and go knock down those two free throws? And I'm paraphrasing here. I don't know exactly word for word exactly you know, what he said, but I do remember it was something along the lines of my mindset was so developed at that point in time, at that stage of my career, that I didn't even think about the pain. I wasn't even focused on the pain. I wasn't even focused on the problem. I was focused on my mission and what I was here to do. In other words, he said, I feel like you can really endure any problem. You can really withstand any pain. You can go through anything when you focus on your purpose. He said, I was focused on my purpose, not the pain. And that's what allowed me to do what it is that I did. And so I'll leave you with that. As we think about problems, as you, as you march into this new year, and as you're, you're sprinting towards some of your goals, trying to become your best self, uh, trying to stay on, on top of your game and, and really change your life in a positive way, there will be setbacks. There will be problems. Will you choose the right perspective in the process? And as Kobe said, when the pain comes, will you be more focused on your purpose? Will your purpose be so big? Will your reason why be so strong that even though you may feel the pain, the pain isn't what overcomes you in that moment? So I hope this message has encouraged you in some way, shape, form, or fashion, has found you well. I appreciate you tuning in. You know, as you continue to listen to the Let's Grow podcast, I want to give you a heads up. You will from time to time here. Uh, a few ads that are placed here and there within the broadcast. The cool thing about the Anchor app is that this is a one-stop shop to be able to share messages, introduce people to great stories, provide great content to help people grow and get paid in the process. And so I appreciate you. I appreciate you being here. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your listening ear. And uh, I will see you on the next episode, my friend. Stay fresh, stay blessed. Don't just go through life, grow through life. Let's grow. Hey, thanks again for listening in. If you enjoyed this episode and you received some value, could you do me a favor and share it with a friend? If so, I really, really, really appreciate you helping me get the word out about this podcast. As a reminder, this is your place for a shot of encouragement. And my goal is to simply leave you better than I found you. So my friend, I certainly hope that was the case for you today.